If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. You're listening to an all-games radio network broadcast of allgames.com. Allgames.com. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holton, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. ZombieCast. Hey y'all, this is Lou Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast, stay tuned in, you follow me? And thank you Romero for that super awesome introduction this week, and welcome zombies to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 180, where I'm Sean, I'm Matt, I'm Norma, and I'm Ted. And thank you, zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. But the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here and join all the live chatters. Mingle in the chat. Mingle with the show. All you got to do is enter your name, click that play button up top, and listen to the show and mingle with us live. If you want to hear us live, you can't join us live. Simply go to your Xbox One or handheld device and add the TuneIn Radio app. And add All Games Live or All Games Radio, one of those two, uh, and you can hear Zombie Cast Live each week through that. Uh, we do want to remind all you guys to go to zombieresearchsociety.com. It's with the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles. And now on the front page, you can click play on that Zombie Cast logo at the bottom uh, where it says Zombie Cast feed and listen to us while you browse all those news articles over there. You know what? It's <laughs> nice being the official show of the Zombie Research Society. One thing, Matt, Mo, Romero, all those guys over there is. Uh, we are we appreciate being the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. And while you're on the social media, go to Twitter, follow at ZombieCastWorld, 
Click that banner up top, follow each individual host. And while you're on the Facebook, search ZombieCast like our page over there. Because we love mingling with the zombies all week. And we got Mr. Matto back. Welcome back, Yo, Matto. Buddy. Thanks, I had to take a week off. Yeah, dude. Wait, wait, personal wait, obligations. Wait, we've had we've had some, some big dates, guys. Ted and Norma. I know. I heard big things. I think last week was your best show ever, wasn't it? No. Wait, Ted and Norma date what? Me and Norma went on a date? What are you talking about? Ooh, yeah. Yes, like that. That, we're getting into that. Uh, no, but, but Matt, you, you, you've had you had a birthday, you've had an anniversary. I know. You've been, been partying, dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. No, it's been fun. And uh, you know what I got for my birthday from Mariana? I, I, I want to brag about this. A BJ? <laughs> what? Oh, nice. I can't about that. An MJ? A badass jug. No. Uh, an MJ. An MJ. MJ. Jesus, shut up. Tell us about that. <laughs> I will not dignify that. Mega no, but she, she took some photos from our trip to uh, Sonoy, uh, Woodbury, in Atlanta when we went to the, the Walking Dead convention, and uh, she took our logo and put it on a mug for me. It's now my favorite mug in the world. Dude, that's awesome. awesome. You, know, you know, whenever you get a favorite mug like that, man, you got to walk easy, man. Can't drop it. Yeah, I know. Right? Xander was picking it up and like, you put that down, you little you... bastard. <laughs> and wash it with care because a couple of my favorite <laughs> mugs, I have to be honest, the dishwashers like peeled the picture. So yeah. wash it very carefully. Are you, are you currently, is your mug currently in a koozie? <laughs> <laughs> Don't start with that. Cozy. Cozy or koozie? <laughs> I can't even remember which side of that argument I took. I really can't. Well, which are you, Ted? Are you a koozie guy or a cozy? Uh, cozy? It's cozy. Wrong answer! No. Yeah, I think that's what I call them, the cozies. Yankees. Ted, you're a westerner. <laughs> but happy birthday, Matt. Thanks, brother. Appreciate happy it. birthday, thanks, Matt. Brother. brother, thanks, brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, snap to do it! So Matt, uh, how many years of marriage to to the Miss Mariana Bradford, dude? I was happy for you guys, and also uh, happy anniversary. Years. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's been uh, seven uh, seven long years. We've known awesome. each other. For, we've dated each other for ten. So it was our decade uh, date anniversary this year. Aww. Yeah. Aww, Aww how stuff. So, so I appreciate you guys. So explain the night to us, all of it. Okay, oh well, uh, she was wearing that really nice little black dress that I kind of like. I uh, drank a few nice. beers, uh, put Xander to bed, and then we watched Netflix. And uh, uh, Did you watch Netflix that. and chill? <laughs> yeah, we watched Wink Wink, Netflix and chilled. <laughs> uh, she fell asleep with some Cheetos. She fell asleep with some Cheetos crumbs on her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that hour, uh, and, uh, and then... Uh, I went out for a walk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, to, just to walk it off. Matt, I'm going to ask you an honest question about being a dad. Because I do this all the time, right? I, mm-hmm. I watch kid stuff all the time. All the time. It's kid stuff. It's kid stuff. It's kid stuff. It's kid stuff. Disney. Boom, boom, boom. Does yeah. Xander and, and Miss Mariana ever go to the store and, and you find yourself there by yourself still watching the kid stuff and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, you kind of just drown out. Yeah, I've watched Curious George like one episode about twenty times this week, and I'll still watch it. I'll still be interested in yeah, it. Yeah, I'll be watching Austin and Allie, you know, and they'll be at the store, and I'm like, why am I watching Austin and Allie here by myself? Mm-hmm. That's funny. So, but but it, it's a fun thing. But but you know, 
a lot of times I'll go to work and I'm singing like cold spaghetti, cold spaghetti, you know, and, you know, and I'm, I got all these burly redneck bikers working with me and I'm over there singing the wiggles in my head, like hot yeah, potato, hot potato. There's a Daniel Tiger's neighborhood and I keep on saying like, try to do something yourself and you'll feel proud whenever I like do things for myself yeah. and I do that in public too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so proud of like taking initiative to like do things for myself. That's like, so talk. awesome. But my kids are growing up. What what is the what is the cartoon for like uh, the DC universe? The kids, the Teen Titans. I guess so. I'm, I've been getting hooked on that lately. So. Yeah, well, kids have awesome cartoons these days. Like, cause they're all Marvel stuff, right? And they all have like long storylines. Like, we had X Men back in the day. Do you guys remember X Men? I loved X Men. Well, Ted, it's uh, X mutants that are persecuted by humanity, and they go to a school and they learn how to use their powers for good. Magneto, right? Some that don't (laughs) want these mutants in the human life, in Mm. regular, and some mutants, the humans, should not be a part of them either. It's very interesting. You should watch it someday. Yeah, Yeah, they should should make a film out of that idea. It is a huge film property waiting to be mined for. They should make. They should make at least seven of those. (laughs) What are they up to on the X Men films? Like five? Are we including the Wolverine ones? Oh, then they're about like ten if they're Wolverine. Yeah. The first Wolverine had the X Men name, but the second one didn't. So do you count the second one as an X Men movie? I count the first one as an X Men movie because it was called X Men Origins. Ooh, someone mentioned Rachel mentioned Batman. Remember Batman uh, Beyond, or even just like yeah, the old cartoon. Yeah. Back in the day. I remember yeah. Muppet Babies, dude, and Ghostbusters. And... Ghostbusters. Oh, did you watch that, Ted? Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Without a face. Why does John have that blonde? <laughs> Why is Isn't that um, Billy Idol eyes without a face? It was on the Ghostbusters. What were you saying, Ted? <laughs> so why did e- I was wondering why did Egon have that crazy blonde hair with the rat tail? It looked like an it like an eclair up front, like a chocolate eclair, but it was blonde. I, I know what you're talking <laughs> about. They all had rat tails, dude. And you know what I read? I I read that 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 cartoon was supposed to be canon. So in Ghostbusters two, that's why Slimer was prominent in Ghostbusters two because it was actually canon to the cartoon. How dumb is that? Oh, yeah, that's weird. Do you remember Billy Idol being in it? Us without a face, face. I don't what? remember Muppet that. Babies I was the best, to... though. That and Muppet Babies Star Wars episode, the epic. Oh, one. I love the Muppet Babies Star Wars episode. They poked the little holes in, like, the what is it, in the sheets or something to look like stars. Yeah, I bet Tiger Claw still watches it. <laughs> I think we right, all Tiger. still watch it. We just don't admit it. It's good. I I will. I, like I, I find myself on the on the YouTube's because I'm a big nostalgia person. Like, that just hit me like, oh my god! I wonder, what what the, what does the Muppet Babies intro look like now? I watch it a million times, and you watch it, and you're like, you start having flashbacks of being a kid or being being thirty and watching Muppet Babies, <laughs> or uh, yeah, Muppet Babies. Speaking of Muppet Babies, Ted, your uh, video has climbed up to quarter of a million now, eh? Yeah. Quarter of a million, another one fifty in reactions. I count my, I count those one fifty, even though I don't get credit. But uh, that's fantastic. And some some girl just translated it to Chinese. When you wish you You know what? I, that was before I filmed my man parts, so you know that's kind of kind of a good time <laughs> in my life. 
before I started. But, uh, Paul's yeah, uh, the, the cartoons. <laughs> the cartoons at a quarter of a million. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to do more parts, but they have to be shorter. So it doesn't take a million years to get them out. But uh, every everybody that wants to do a voice is said they're they're they want to still do voices. So I'm in, man. That. I'm in. I'm in. I'm, out. I'm all around gotta there. Have, gotta have more toddler scorpion yelling shit. I don't know. I'm ready. There you go. I'm in practicing. Uh, is that is that 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 diva, that diva Xander though? He hasn't agreed yet. I don't know. Well, he's gotten pretty full of himself since the last one, so he so might actually charge nuts yeah. over that baby scorpion. Huh? Yes. <laughs> he's grown up quick, so we got to record the lines now. Maybe just like write the script for the next ten, and he'll record them now there in you advance. Go. Yeah, just just send it like literally just send him like yelling random shit like. <laughs> just, just literally feel like him is, that's the best stuff is have him yelling just random I will end you <laughs> yeah vengeance goodbye see goodbye. you in hell he's like bye <laughs> I got, you know, I'll try to come up with just random stuff for him to say and then we'll we'll work, we'll, we'll, we'll write the story outwards uh, work <laughs> so, on him <laughs> yeah I guess I, yeah I mean like yeah I did think about that like at that age their voice starts changing pretty quick you I think if you want him back there's gotta be a dotted line somewhere yeah, he's got a lot of writers now in his contract. A lot of Cheerios. A lot of Cheerios. Wow. The, yeah, the funniest, him? I think the two funniest <laughs> things he said, the, that's a boo-boo and the laugh he did, that wasn't even planned. Yeah, that was all like, uh, all, uh, what's it called? Random. Yeah, so, yeah, I'll try to think of random Dad, stuff. He improvs his stuff, man. Kind of like Will Ferrell, dude. That's awesome. And if he can be a comedian, like a highly paid comedian, I'll take it. There you go. Um, I, I have some ideas for combat shit. kids, uh, more combat kids, and I do know I, I do know how the next one's going to start. And um, I, I'm I'm going to spoil because I told Sub Z I said I've thought of something that's it's so cute no, and don't dumb. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Uh, it doesn't spoil what happens, <laughs> but I'm just going to say three words. Three okay. words. Three. Okay. Magical dragon ride. <laughs> Ooh, oh. Like Falcor. I was thinking, oh, or like Harry Potter. They may be, and this and this does mean that uh, Matto, uh, because Liu Kang oh, does oh, a dragon. Oh, Matto, oh. no, no, no. But the thing is, it's still going to be <laughs> yeah, Luke it's going to be so stupid. All right, I'm good with uh, stupid. And uh, and you're going to have the dragons going to kung fu fight. It's going to be it's going to be ridiculous. Puff the magic dragon. Lived mm, by uh, the sea. I can to be the tomb. Muppet Babies now. I got hey, Muppet hey, Babies hey. stuck in my head. Muppet and, Babies. And Norma, you already have Scarlet yeah. animated oh, doing geez. a... Uh, she's making a snow angel in a big pool of blood. Ooh, <laughs> so making, exciting. So you're probably going to get to do another... Woohoo! Awesome. That would be great. So so how do people find your video again, Ted? Combat Kids, just go search. It's the top thing that comes up. And I've noticed a couple people... Combat with a video, that, that video has been very successful. I mean, it has. I get comments every day. People, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. This is the greatest thing I've ever. But there's a couple people have stolen my stolen my my graphics and my huh? descriptions, trying to get people to look at their videos. Oh, boomers! Oh. Like, like you'll go and cook up Combat Kids, and it'll be you'll see the logo, you'll see the exact description, and you click on it, and it's some guy just advertising his kung fu dojo. That's but he bullshit. stole all my stuff so that people looking for my video will click on his and see his ad. That's kind of a compliment, but it's also really shady. Yeah, yeah, but it's I'm, also you being pissed though. Like I'm not going to go to your dojo. I'm not like, oh look, I you tricked me into looking at your ad. Now I'm going to come to your dojo and sign up. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because signed uh, up for a dojo this week <laughs> because of that ad. 
there is a like there was a really like sexy ad on one website. It was like, "Come play the hottest adult game ever." And I'm like, "What the <laughs> hell is this?" And it's a, it's an ad for Star Trek Online. It's just like purely misleading. <laughs> it just goes right to Star Trek Online. Like, you assholes, you got me. I mean, you've <laughs> never found Jean Luc Picard sexy in that uh, way. No, Riker's more my guy. You know that. Oh, I can see Commander Riker being that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, beard. <laughs> well, I mean, Deanna Troy certainly saw it in him. Ugh, Deanna Troy. <laughs> and, uh, I'll try to get more people. Like, I know Derek got cut out of the lab. I did think about like Derek's gonna be probably annoyed that I didn't ask him to do it, but there just was nothing left to do. But uh, I'll I'll try to get everybody more people but involved. When he reached out to me. He said, "I don't want Derek to do any of these. Can you do some of these lines for me?" That's that's what yeah. He said. I, I said, "I don't want that piece of trash." Uh, <laughs> I don't want that piece of crap in my cartoon. He's, he's I want this to be good. Devil. Yeah. <laughs> Orgasm. I'm a Derek double. <laughs> in real life, too, I actually sub in for Derek in uh, movies and stuff. Y'all do sound almost exactly alike. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll stand in for Dave Fenoy. <laughs> as long as he yeah. says, hey, this is Dave Fenoy, you'll listen to Zombiecast. Like, Dave Fenoy's been tweeting. He's been busy. I don't know. We haven't been able to get in touch with him. I don't even know if he knows the cartoon exists. But to me, personally... I think it's funny if Jax only says, yeah, and gotcha. Yeah. That's all he says. And I don't know, to gotcha. me, that's... That would cut down to the Dave Fenoy. Yeah. But I would at least like Dave Fenoy to say it's okay to continue to use those sound bites. What about, hey, <laughs> hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett. <laughs> <laughs> what the, what the our, uh, our bumper in there? Yeah, we could. I could. We could dub Matto. You can do David. We can say, "Hey, this is. Hey, this is Jack, <laughs> the voice of Jax. Yeah, he's, a, he's a super nice guy. I don't think he'd have uh, a problem. Or we can mix up the bumper and come up with a sentence of, with his words. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee. Yeah, they, they could be somebody Lee in there. We throw Lee in there, <laughs> and I'm kidding. But uh, but everybody can check out Combat Kids. K O M B A T K I D S over on YouTube and help. Help it grow, dude. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a million before long. It's not going to take long. Hey, this is Dave yeah, Fanoy. Uh, yeah, oh, there he is. There's Dave Fanoy. Oh, there he is. The one and the only. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I mean, I'm, I am pretty proud how that turned out because you never know. I was making it. I was like, this is pretty good. But And I, I don't think I'm a total arrogant person, but I it, when, when you have a thousand comments, people are like, this is the best Mortal Kombat movie ever made. Yeah, you deserve like, to feel good about it. That's... But that's not a lot of competition because Mortal Kombat has a long history of being pathetic. Yeah, <laughs> but, Aww, don't but say it's that. the best. You're That's the best. Good. It turned around. Out. Yeah, Ted, you're the best. Around. <laughs> Never ever going to let us down. Hey, now that you have free time, uh, what about that Ghostbusters poster? Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get to that. Matt. We're gonna get to that. I promise you. <laughs> For that's gonna come at and your birthday like five years next year. <laughs> just so you know, not even next year, five years. Yeah, right I know, I know. That, that's gonna clock get... under my head forever. But th- that's just that's the thing where it's like that is so much fucking work. It is, you have no oh, idea. Honestly, if it was simple, it'd be done. It's so much work, and you're sitting there going, "I got to do this, or I can work on Matt's Ghostbusters poster." <laughs> <laughs> come on, Ted. Priorities. Well, obviously, the priorities. answer is Ghostbusters, but I'm you just know. I, I'm, I, you know what I'm, you know I'm going to say about that? I'm going to say, Matt, move on. Life will continue. Don't hold oh, your breath. So Life will continue. Life all will right. go on. Your birthday will you come again, Matt. I'll color it in. Your birthday I'll will color. come again, all right? It will come again. <laughs> it's easy for me to ask for stuff. I don't know how much time it goes into it. So I want that. And I want lots more it. important. Mortal Kombat or Ghostbusters. You know what I want? I'll tell you what I want. 
I want a what, signed book what, of uh, Guinness Book of World Gaming Records. Like Record. I said, I was going to do. Look, look, I could have, ma- I, I, I could have made, I could have made you thirty Ghostbusters posters. I decided to make a cartoon, and half a million people have heard your voice acting. Wow. Yeah. No, that's nobody would have heard nothing. You would have had a little poster. Well, well, that's good, Matt. But but who drags a Canadian all the way from Canada down to my house, gives him a package, and sends it back to you? Who goes? Out, who goes out of the way for you, man? <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll pretend that's what happened. But yeah, Sean does. <laughs> Nobody would heard the great and talented Matt Bradford. Oh, you guys are all great. I'm and just and Matt, the- yeah, and, and in the sequels, Johnny Cage doesn't die instantly. I think Johnny Cage is going to live. Nice. So you're going to be really Johnny Cage in your ass. All Jay Cage all the time. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the next one's not going to, um, from the idea I have, I was like, you can't just have all those kids show up and die horribly again. That's stupid and not creative. It's like, oh, they're all going to just fight and die horribly. So I don't think it's there's not going to be as nobody much dies in Mortal Kombat. Just... That's video game logic. You, I mean, come so- yeah, you sophomore spawn. cartoon has to up the ante. There's going to be there's going to be some serious carnage, but I think it's lame. It's like, hey, look, here they are. They're fighting again. Now they're all dead. Isn't that amusing? So there's oh. going to be carnage, but there's going to be actual maybe a little more plot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Fair enough, but we'll see. There's gonna be a documentary out in ten years. These guys like like masturbating to combat kids' addiction or something. All the children, all the <laughs> it'd be some crazy, like yeah. bronies, like a bronies, but for this cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but uh, everybody check out Combat Kids over on the YouTube's. Uh, guys, tonight we're gonna be talking about The Walking Dead right here in a second. But it's you know, I feel like we're gonna be talking a lot of the comics. A lot of things that I want to poke Matt about about the comics and the saviors mm. and this that, and the other. And I, and I think a lot of people missed a lot of things that are not into the comics, but I, I think that there was a lot of key points in this episode, even though it was kind of boring. Two things, you know, there's a lot of comic stuff, and two, Daryl is a wuss. It don't take much to get his bike. It don't take much to make him shut up. It don't take much to get his crossbow. So mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about wuss, wussy Daryl. So, guys, well, let's get right into it. Norma, I know you said you <laughs> took notes from uh, last night's The Walking Dead. So did you take seven pages this week like last? I did take seven pages. Oh, wow. They're all sloppy, but I did take seven pages of notes. Hopefully I can understand what I wrote. Right, right. Uh, and, and before we discuss The Walking Dead, as I said last week, we are huge fans of the show, but we do a radio show to debate it. So uh, never, ever once think that we dislike the show in any way, because we all love it and fiend for it each week. Did we, did we get called out for this or something? No. Is but, it like, that Matt guy is always so mean to it. <laughs> no, well, well, last, so, last week we, we were kind of hard on it, and this week, you know... It, it was another boring episode, but uh, I did not love it. care yeah. for this episode. It's a tough this love. is like the first one that I just. It was boring. I, I barely paid attention, to tell you the truth. Well, it's worse because they're dragging out this Glenn thing. Like they know full well what they're doing, and that's it's just a it's a shitty move. A yeah. shitty move. Well, can I say one thing about AMC before we get started? It is they they cram into the Badlands down your throat all through the show, right? Then you yeah. get to the end of the show, and they're like, "If you want to see scenes for next week." Stay tuned for the first commercial break. So it's like, you know, I, yeah, but there's dead, a TV I, station. But <laughs> I know, but, but I, I'm just like, good <laughs> God, man. You know, they, and then they throw the Talking Dead on after it now. So it's just like, you know, everything to hype up this show, which you look at it and you're like, man, a lot of budget went into this show. I'm surprised the Walking Dead guys aren't like, man, when you are we kicked to the curb or what? Yeah, because. Oh. Just fast forward those commercials. Yeah, it's just normal TV. It's just they know it, Walking Dead's their like prize pony, and they're going to use it as much as possible. And you can't fault them for that. And Kevin Smith and him, they're just kicked to the AM now. 
I mean, yeah. they, oh, they, they really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like late, late <laughs> when it comes on. But uh, but let's talk about The Walking Dead from last night, Norma. How did it start out? It was kind of a chase, right? An ambush. Yes, I mean, we, we see Sasha, we see Abraham, and we see Daryl doing their little riding thing, and they just get ambushed all of a sudden by these two cars that just come out of nowhere and start shooting them, right? Mm. Right. Is that correct? Yeah. Correct. Yes. And it was almost yeah. pretty much like a James this- Bond scene. They were out for blood. They were. I mean, they were, and they they successfully separated um, Abraham and Sasha on one side, and then Daryl all by himself. Mm-hmm. How did they get so separated, though? Daryl just kept on driving away. I think they happened? just ran him off because it was two vehicles, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I think pretty much they said, "You take them. We take this guy, this this weirdo with long greasy hair on the bike." <laughs> You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the one. <laughs> so and I think this way is I mean it happened so fast it just I didn't see the connection exactly how it happened. I saw the, the episode twice. Mm-hmm. Uh but we pretty much see once that, that scene is done, I'm trying to see what happens. Abraham and Sasha, don't they like go crazy? I mean they start shooting out the car. Abraham goes nuts. He starts really shooting at the car, killing everybody in there. Mm-hmm. And then we see Daryl in the woods riding his motorcycle. But does he pass out out of exhaustion or out of hunger? I, he, I was watching that. I think out he passed fear. out of stroke from all those clothes he's wearing. It, like, I, I mean, <laughs> how sweaty is he? And he's in that leather jacket. And I'm just like, he must be, he, it's like 147 degrees, it looks like, in those woods. Why is he wearing yeah. all those clothes? He immediately stripped, though. Did he yeah, leave did his vest behind? Jacket. He's had that iconic jacket with with the angel wings forever. Did he just lose it? Uh, he lost everything that was iconic to him that episode, though. He's gonna get that uh, that thing. Oh, yeah. As I thought, the crossbow. He's gonna roll those people in about two weeks, and I like my crossbow back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you gotta remember, he's had his crossbow taken two or three times. They didn't. Somebody in a the guys in Woodbury took his crossbow, and he just went and found it. What and then Terminus? I, Terminus took it and and. and, and, and <laughs> What's her face? Carol found it. Mm-hmm. He always gets his crossbow back. <laughs> it always comes back to him. He gives it up pretty easy. Oh, he, <laughs> he knows it's always going to get it back. Sean. Huh? I, well, the yeah, guy said he's of... never killed anybody, and he wouldn't even shoot him. He shot him over his shoulder. He's not going to kill anybody. He's a nice guy. D. That's his name. D. What's your... D's calling you. <laughs> was that an actual name? D. D just the letter that. D. And right. that's why I thought it was maybe connected to the comics. Uh, uh, I don't think those guys were, but the, comics. the other guys were definitely, I think. Like you said, John. Yeah. 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 So, so, uh, so, you know, uh, yeah. He found himself laying beside the, the little zombie. I felt bad for that zombie. And guys, if there's ever a zombie apocalypse, and, and I'm legless like Bicycle Girl, or I'm like teeny tiny alien body like the Burn Up Zombie. Just kill me. You know, I was hoping Daryl last yeah. night, would, would, when he came back, would have just killed that zombie with the bicycle helmet. Just to set out of the peace. misery, man. He was just harmless. Like, yeah, he was like a Daft Punk zombie, I thought. He looked really cute. He was just like this little like alien zombie face. And, and if I got a... Buy, I mean, a motorcycle helmet on. Take it off because yeah, I mean, I'll never eat. I'd be like, I, I, just biting in place. I was hoping. I thought Daryl's gonna do like what Rick did. It was gonna be a throwback to Rick, where he kind of went back and found that zombie because it was so pitiful, mm-hmm. and he was gonna take the helmet off and kill it. Because remember that whole great scene where Rick was like, "I'm gonna go put that bicycle girl out of her misery because that's just horrible." 
yeah, and he made a track her down. I mm-hmm. thought that's what Daryl was doing, but Daryl's like, nah, I'm just here to get my, my shit. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, Mr. Bicycle. Hey. Good luck, light lying there, bicycle, whatever. <laughs> Motorcycle zombie. Yeah. That but, tree uh, zombie was pretty awesome, though. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Almost like uh, Swamp Thing. Yeah. It was, a, it was a ode to Swamp Thing, officially. That and the sewer zombie from last week. You guys probably talked about it, but uh, I love that sewer zombie. Or those sewer zombies, remember? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. did badass. you notice on that one that there was an epic desert rose or whatever it's called, the rose that he went to search for uh, Sophia or the flower? Mm. So I, I thought I, I thought it was the end of Daryl last night. I was like, oh, there's the flower on the, the white flower, uh. symbolizing Sophia's search. And uh, if they ever, I think if they ever kill Daryl, it's gonna be have to be something. That's why some people are saying maybe Negan. They're gonna flip it around and Negan's gonna beat Daryl up because it's like I think. Daryl can't die from zombies. Daryl zombie death proof. So yeah. he has, he's going to have to die something like Negan gets him with the bat or they're not just going to kill or he's going to have to die like literally in an explosion in where he detonates himself to save everybody. You know, mm-hmm. there he can't he cannot die. He don't die like a normal man dies. You know, so I don't right. think something like oh just he was shot in the back while escaping on his motorcycle. Yeah, no, it's so, no, it's got to be definitely epic. That's for sure. It's got to be. So that's what some people are. There's, I, I think they're going to flip it around and make Daryl get beaten to death because I was like, nah, that's Glenn. Yeah, I would. I, I can accept Glenn because I built up in my head so much that that's going to happen. But if they did Daryl. I'd be like, I'd be legit upset about it. Hmm. When Daryl looks that he's bleeding and we see like his elbow, his arm, do we actually see where the cut is on his arm? Not really. Because I couldn't tell where it was coming from. Oh, it was, yeah, it was road it, rash. There was, there was no... I thought it'd be like a bullet hole in his arm. They didn't show anything. They didn't it, show it, anything. It was road rash where, where he fell on the motorcycle. In the, remember, he fell in the streets whenever they were first chasing before he got to the woods. He Is that what it was? I re- thought when he fell, like when he was like in the woods and he fell on his arm because then he looked at his hand. No, nah, he laid his bloody. bike down on the asphalt uh, whenever they first started shooting and he got up and cranked it and took off in the woods and then they drove past him then he crossed the street over into the other woods. After they drove by, but if you if you rewatch it, uh, I watched it twice. You know he falls and, and it's just road rash ripping up that right side of his arm. It looked nasty, whatever it was. Yeah, it was, but it did yeah. a good job cleaning nicely. Nicely, like what twenty minutes later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a little observation. <laughs> so uh, sorry, I'm, I'm looking for all the names. It was Tina D, and what was the third name? Uh, uh D's. I know Tina was the the blonde girl with the diabetes. Right. D was and the guy. D is the guy. And then I didn't know the name of the was the other sister. Were they sisters? Yeah, because uh, she says, "Oh, my younger sister. I'm the younger sister." The one girl. Okay. Are they have family, two? or what was the relation of the dude? I thought. See, I thought the <clears throat> that the dude and the other girl. They were together, and then they found Tina because they said something about Tina in D.C. So I didn't get the connection that they were sisters. Right. But, you know, it could be something I just totally missed. You don't miss stuff, though, Normie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone's like, oh, Norma takes good notes. And I'm like, oh, crap, maybe my notes are really terrible tonight. So I'm just 
Right. There's, there's, they're having a contest on the Talking Dead where a, a viewer gets to be the guest on the couch. <gasps> I would love it for, for, for it to be you with your notes. That would be so cool. <laughs> you should enter like, that contest. I should enter that. I didn't know that. I should do that. Sitting down there yeah. with my little notepad. Like, seriously, I have a notepad with a pen that's just for the shows. What's that okay, right now? so anyways, Something. where were we last off at? Because I kind of... Well, well Daryl had wrecked, and he was by by the little zombie. So he gets up, and he, and he walks a little bit, and he runs into two girls. And they're, you know, they were frantic, talking about, you know, you got us, whatever. But you got us, you got us, you got us. And yes, all, like, found us. We earned what we took. And yeah. then the next thing we know, he gets punched out. Yeah, yeah, with, with uh, the butt end of a rifle. And then uh, we go to commercial after that. Hmm. Did you take notes what commercials are on, Normie? Nope. See <laughs> <laughs> the commercials. <laughs> but, uh, no, Normie. I'll go ahead. But, uh, but, but we come to, and, and they're kind of trying to make their way uh, through the woods to, to an, like an X point to find out where uh, they're, they're, they're going. You know, they're trying to make it somewhere, and they finally make it there. They're looking for somebody. They keep talking about Patty. You know, they're looking for Patty. They're looking for Patty. They're looking for Patty. And uh, they walk to this uh, truck yard. And all of a sudden, you know, they're like, uh, you know, where's Patty? Where's she at? And, you know, Patty, Patty, Patty. You know, they couldn't find it. And they're like, well, you know, Patty's gone. Patty must be gone. So, so they go back in the woods. Uh, and, and Or no, they're standing there, and, and uh, the girl Tina collapses, faints. Tina, uh, She looks weak and all. And then uh, as soon as she does that, Daryl grabs the duffel bag because they, they had his crossbow in it. Uh, but, but he grabs the duffel bag, he takes off running, and, and D shoots in the woods a couple times, missing. But, uh, but they call him back because he has to assist Tina where she had just collapsed. So Daryl takes off, and uh, as he's running, he's undoing his hands, and then all of a sudden this walker come, with moss comes walking up. And he's frantically trying to get his crossbow out of, the ba- out of the duffel bag, and he can't get it out. And it's like, you know, that's whenever I saw the Desert Rose uh or whatever kind of rose it is on, on the zombie. But, you know, I mean, he was getting close, and that was kind of one of those moments for me. Mm-hmm. But, but you, you know, Daryl's fine. I don't know why I get like that. And uh, <laughs> he pulled his crossbow out and killed the zombie, and then he started going through the duffel bag, and he saw that they had a cooler in there marked insulin. And, mm-hmm. you know, right off bat, I told Freeman, it's like, you know, he's going to go back. You know, I mean, he's a humanitarian-type guy now uh, at peace with the world. So, you know... It, and it goes to a commercial bit, but we were kind of like, you know, he's going to take it back. And, and, you know, and I'm kind of – I think we should tell this story and then the Sasha story. Uh, but, I want to ask, ask a question okay. around the table. What would Rick have done? Would Rick have just like – I would have just like ripped the guy's throat out and then, you know, straight up murdered the two girls without even asking, without even like getting captured first? If Rick would have walked up, ten zombies would have came out of nowhere and ate them and hit the left. <laughs> Because everybody dies around Rick. <laughs> That's true. I honestly think Rick is um, pretty sly with his words, and he would ask him certain questions that would give him enough clue to know whether they were hostile or just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Rick would have been like, I hope that gun has Kryptonian bullets. Because <laughs> you're going to need them. You're going to need bullets. him to kill this man. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but they make... Uh, once they get the insulin, uh, Daryl comes back and he has the crossbow out and he ends up getting the guy's gun, D's gun, uh, and he, you know, and he hands them the insulin and uh, or, or the duffel bag is like here, you know, have this. 
uh, give me something that's worthwhile to you. And he pulled out a thing out of his pocket that his grandfather had taught him how to carve. So he's like, that's good enough. So he took this carving and gave the duffel back back, back to the people. <laughs> uh, and then they were, well, they started walking back through the woods. Then all of a sudden you heard it sound like Bigfoot coming through the woods. And they, and, they, and they pan over, and there's a truck pushing all the tree, you know, the small trees in the brush to the side as they're coming through, so they hide. And the people that get out of the truck is Wade and, what, two other guys, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, we kind of never really see Wade's face, but but he gets out of the truck, and uh, he starts screaming at the, the three people that uh, – that are with Daryl, you know, they only don't, the only thing is they don't, Wade and the crew doesn't see Daryl. Or no. Well, no, no, just, no, none of them see him. No, I don't think anybody, they just knew they were out there somewhere. At least that's what I understood yeah, from the Yeah, that's what it was. They, they were all for hiding. And Wade is hollering into the woods, you know, you know, you, you took what's not yours. And well, they were screaming back, you know, we, we, this, this was ours. We earned this stuff, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, they saw that a walker was tied up like in a tree stump or something. It was it was splattered between a like a boulder fell on it or something. Yes, like it was smashed. But like, the one I, I don't know where that boulder came from, but it was <laughs> the guy the, the guy that we consider not the good guys didn't see it. So Daryl was smart enough to grab something, throw it in a different direction to get uh, this person to follow the sound. Therefore being surprised by a zombie and getting bit right on the arm. That was a sneaky little trick. That was that felt like a Monty was... Python sketch though. <laughs> it's just like yeah. it just escalated terribly from that point on. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean and these zombies why are, like one one the inconsistency I have with these zombies. That guy was a big dude and the zombie grabbed him and pulled him. It seems like he would just have to slightly jerk his arm and he probably ripped the zombie's arm off. Right. And the zombies there's an inconsistent amount of strength that these zombies <laughs> have where you can walk over with a toothpick and stab him in the brain with it, like no problem. Yeah. But then you can grab a man and just yeah. rip his organs out of his body. It's the jaws of life when they get well, a hold the one of the was kind of scratching Abraham's arms later in the show. And I was like, no, well, he's going like to scratch it was trying him. to grab it, like it was trying to grab it. But he couldn't get a, a, quite a hold on it. I wanted to talk a little bit about what happens when the zombie surprises a guy because not only does he bite him in the arm – but the guy was able to grab like a knife or something and, and pretty much kill him, you know, by jabbing something in his skull. But then they, you know, he calls Wade over and says, Wade, you need to take care of this. And you see him tying up like a belt around the guy's uh, upper arm. And mm-hmm. what did he take? Like a, uh, a sword? I missed that part. And just chops off the arm. Yeah. Oh, my to God. Kill the infection. But the best part I thought, not only about just that part being like gruesome, but before they leave, they take the watch off the arm and then go. That's right. <laughs> is that weird or what? Like this arm, there it is just sitting on, the, on that boulder and they just take off the watch like it's nothing weird or different. And okay, let's go back to camp. The hard part is over now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. I, I saw that first. I thought they were going to leave him to die when he took the, the watch off at first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I guess there's some camaraderie there because they actually save the dude. And he's just kind of like, walk it off. Walk off your yep. loss of a limb. Yeah, walk, walk off that. Can you, you can imagine. I, I broke my toe two months ago and I was about to cry. 
Can you can imagine what that feels like. Oh my god. <laughs> well, loss of blood too. You're probably a little lightheaded. Maybe in shock, probably. Yeah, shock think... more like it. Yeah, but I, <laughs> hey, I know what it's like to break something. It's no way I could have something chopped off and just be like, oh, okay. In yeah. that case. But why didn't they show their faces? I mean, you, you know, we're going to bump back into them, and there's going to be a guy with one arm. And, and you know, I think that's. I honestly, I think that's what they do with Michonne. They haven't cast those parts yet. I think. Yeah, that I thought that too. A prelude, yeah. So I think those are going to be main characters, but since they don't have the actual actors for them yet, they just obscured their faces and everything. Mm. True, true. But uh, but the people end up going away, and then, you know, they're walking through the woods, and, and this is where I was talking about the comic stuff, that, you know, Daryl's kind of questioning them. You know, he had already gave D his gun back uh, in case these people attacked. But they're walking through the woods, and they're talking about this colony that they're from. And, mm-hmm. and the colony that they say that they're from, I have a quote right here. Uh, of why they left. Hold on, where's it at? I'm bringing it up. Uh, hold on, I lost my quote. If you had a notebook like Norma here, you'd be reading See? the quote. <laughs> what, quote. Wait a minute, I might have the quote. What quote are we talking about? Uh, hey, Norm, you, should get, uh, you should get Matt's wife to make you a zombie cast. Uh, a zombie oh, yeah. cast. Sleeve to put your totally do. Hey, that would be cool. <laughs> Hold on. Whoop. Oh, it says uh go to Shutterfly too, my matter. Shutterfly. You guys know Shutterfly? Yes, no, I really, do. Really good. What is it? Oh, Shutterfly. Half our, half our mugs yes. are like custom made now because of Shutterfly. Okay, but, but what are we say? What scene are we talking about that you're looking for this? The quote. Yeah, what are we Sean? talking about right now? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Bring it on track. I'm Me sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm looking I for this quote. What, who, who said it? Because I don't even remember. Oh, oh wait, wait. He, he uh, they, they were talking about why they left the thing, and here's the quote: "It says everybody in the colony. They said there's so many people that we haven't even met them all, and they say everybody's got their code. The guy yeah. says." Everybody, everybody's got their code. The guy says, "You feel like you got to kneel." Fair enough. We don't. So, and then later in that conversation, they're like, "In this colony, you know, it's amazing what people will do to have protection, to have walls, and three meals a day." Mm-hmm. Which is what in the comics, the saviors, led by Negan, are, are kind of like the mafia. You know, that they protect people, but only for the willing yeah. for a price. And, you know, like whenever Negan is with women, you know, he doesn't want to be with women that don't want to be with him, only the willing. Several mm-hmm. times in this episode, both girls said they know we're not willing. Oh, that's good. Good catch. <laughs> right? Yes. They, they said we're not the willing, so they don't want us. That, no, then that's definitely, that's huge Negan hints then. So I think that Wade and his crew, or I, I think it was signed in blood that that's the Savior's. With yeah. all the codes that they gave, because, you know, they said it a couple times. You know, at first they were like, you know, we took what's ours. You know, we're just not willing. And then later the girls was like, they don't want us. We're not we're not the willing. Yeah. And then, I mean, it doesn't quite pertain to that, but he did say as they were walking through the woods, um, D says <clears throat> they thought that they were all in to win together, <clears throat> pretty much implying that, you know, humans were to stick on the same side against the walkers and it just mm-hmm. didn't come out to be that way right so, <laughs> so what i was thinking was d there's a there's a famous guy that's with the saviors dwight there's a fire scene I, i've been reading up on negan all my stuff mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You I thought your maybe, homework. I thought maybe <laughs> D was Dwight from the Saviors, but Matt says that he doesn't think so. Well, I think they cast Dwight, and um, like they just announced the Dwight being cast like last week, so I don't think it's D. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I mean, you never know, right? Those things come out like every two seconds, so. Well, was Wade in the comics? Not, I mean, I, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think so. I honestly can't remember yeah, but but all the hints they were given, and it was in small chatter. You had to pay real attention. But but they all they talked about was you know it, it's it's crazy what, what people will do to know that they're protected, and, and you know this place has walls, and we're served three meals a day, and you know but we're not the willing. And Negan mm-hmm. doesn't like people that you know. You got to be willing, right, Matt? With Negan, yeah, 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 yeah. no. Um... Because, I mean, he has a huge harem of girls, but they're all, well, they're willing in the sense that, like, okay, I guess we'll do this because their husbands are probably, like, under threat of death or they're probably going to get kicked out if they don't have sex with them. <laughs> so they're willing in a sense, but he's definitely not going in and, you know, raping women. True. but uh, I guess that's a good thing. But I, I guess that's, that's a plus, I guess. <laughs> that's a plus. Bonus. <laughs> but I really feel like that the saviors were, were written... All over this episode with with that like like a hint. You know, I don't think we'll see them anytime soon, but I, I think that was them, Matt. Well, didn't they confirm? I uh, I heard they actually said to uh, Norman Reedus in an interview that Negan is is it's a confirm that he shows up in the finale of the whole season. So I mean, so not I, you might not stuff. really get into them until April, right? Are we gonna get? Like, just like every other Walking Dead season, the first three episodes are amazing, and then it's walking around in woods for five it's been, episodes. I gotta I feel say, like... the Oregon episode was more enjoyable than I expected, but the last started out three amazing ones. One that I had no interest in, but it was a good episode. One that was not that good, and last night's pretty bad. I did not Yeah, I wasn't it. a fan of it yesterday's. I mean, it moved the story along. I was reading reviews. And... Go ahead. You're rereading reviews. It did. Well, I was reading reviews and they said, um, like, the, the weakness is all these conversations that, you know, like Abraham and um, Sasha were having could have been in just any episodes. But it seems like they're just stretching it out yeah. a little bit just to pay the actors, separate them, make sure they're not all appearing in the same show so they don't have to pay them <laughs> a huge amount of money. Right. And, and bring and them back Abraham together. Just for, like, like, hey, Sasha, seven. like, why don't we just stay here and live here together and not go back? To, and, then, and then the weird shit, like, uh, and I'm sorry when I'm not a big Abraham fan. I think he's a little bit irritating. Okay. But when he came walking out in that goofy costume, it's like, <laughs> it was a, but you know we know that he's got that military background. So to him, wearing that costume was that was his comfort zone. That was that's what he was used to. Maybe not quite like the general kind of outfit, but you know it was still like a military. Did you notice? Uh, I mean, did, where, where, did, did you notice what he did that? with the jacket? Where did he randomly find that costume? He found it in the house, in that house in the closet. Was that in a house or an office building? And why? I didn't. Was it an office building? I couldn't quite building. make out what it was. I mean, it looked like an office, but like somebody's house would turn into an office. And but why I'm they not just uh, yeah, a zombie in the, in, the, in the glass? They just were keeping there. What was his deal? <laughs> oh no, he, you didn't. He was suicidal. Yeah, I think. Well, I thought at first because you see that. He, there's something written on the on the blackboard, or not the blackboard, the dry erase board. Yeah, somebody, yeah. And I thought maybe, maybe he wrote like a, a suicide note. Mm-hmm. But I, when I went back to see it, I wrote down what he wrote. And I realized, <laughs> yay, go me. I realized that it was not a note. 
it was it felt more like a checklist because it wrote what was written was proud to have provided value i pray for the world keep going stay cheerful and at the end it says the bite kill and there's like blood smeared on the board Hmm. so to me it almost felt like it was a checklist right not necessarily a goodbye yeah and then maybe towards the end his last thing was okay bites kill so anybody who's coming in may not know that information true true Hmm. from the beginning i love how they just open the door and stab in the head though why are they just like keeping it like for amusement well yes and i'm with abraham I'm with Abraham I too. That it was, <laughs> maybe it was just me, but I understood that it was locked from the inside. So the person there knew that they were going to die. So to protect uh, the rest of the world from him, he locked it from the inside. But that's the way I kind of took it. I don't know if that that's the case. But Abraham's like, we should just live here. I was like, yeah, let's live here with this horrible zombie constantly. Well, he, he even <laughs> makes a joke about it. Hey, we can name it. Should we name it? Oh, yeah. Like it was almost like, <laughs> like you know, a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, one there, thing that I thought that. was good that The Walking Dead did was, you know, a big crime in the United States. I'm sure in Canada is stolen valor. And did you notice he took all the medals off the jacket? Oh, uh, is that 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 YouTube channel is all about where they go like, you're not an actual soldier? I don't know. Right. I haven't ever seen that. that. Oh, okay. But, but I know it's a crime, you know, you know, to to dress up like a military guy with medals you bought and go and try to get pity from people. Isn't it just like a faux pas? I don't know. <laughs> my stepdad got mad. We were out. I remember when I was a kid, and this dude had medals on, and my dad walked up and was asking, what is this for? What is that for? And he's like, yeah. you got them in the wrong place. Oh, Boo Earns. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy was like, Ugh. And, you know, there's a video where a guy does that in public. Where a guy goes and calls a guy, and he's like, why you got this here? You know, that don't go there. This goes here. That goes there. Yeah, that's the video I'm talking about. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I guess. But, you know, Stolen Valor, I guess, it is an easy thing to do, but, but kind of bad kind of shady but uh i wanted to talk a little bit about abraham is he losing his mind is that what we're seeing him and sasha were both crazy the last few episodes right (laughs) like i know sasha went through it she even said it i went through it i snapped out of it what is your problem because it seems like abraham wanted to kill like every little zombie that he could find when it didn't seem necessarily necessary yeah to be repetitious like a death wish Kind of thing. Yeah. Well, his weird grabbing that zombie with the bazooka on his back and going. Rah, 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 rah. I think that's <laughs> yeah. when he kind of came into grips with himself in that moment. You know, it seemed like like this was not really happening, or he was just removed from himself, and he got really up and close and personal. And then when that screaming came along, it seemed almost like he woke himself up. Well, uh, all right. From, well, like, well, his stupor. Let's think about it. That's you know. Point. Abraham was going to commit suicide. He lost his family. He's going to commit a suicide, and that's when Eugene walked up with the zombies following him. I got a plan. I got a plan. <laughs> and uh, you remember that? And Eugene looked dumb with the three zombies, three or four zombies chasing him. But if you, oh, you yeah, what I got, out, what what I got out of that scene where he was trying not to kill the zombie but get the RPG, and then he flipped out was Lieutenant Dane on on the the front of the ship in Forrest Gump. Remember, he was pissed mm. that he didn't die in war. That's right. Yeah. He was a military man. He was supposed to die, but but he he, you know, met ends with God on, on the, during that storm in Forrest Gump, and I almost feel like maybe that's what Abraham done last night. He found his peace, and then the, the freaking things slid off, 
And, uh, oh, yeah, he, that was nasty. He got his rocket propelled grenade. I don't know. I kind of like that scene, the blue skies. I kind of liked uh, the way that he hopped up on the back of the truck smoking the, you know, he seemed a lot more jollier whenever he was uh, smoking the cigar and all that at the it end. It looked, um, it, am I wrong in saying that it looked like there was some blue screening going on? Yeah, it when, did. Yeah, it looked a little it was weird. Yeah, like the little zoning in now, kind of like yeah, the when he got sun closed, in the there was, there was some sketch, some sketch going on. Yeah. <laughs> Some sketch. <laughs> so, so was Abraham hitting on Sasha a little bit? Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Asked her out at the end. Yeah, yeah, and pretty much told her, "I know you like me, so you know." Th-. That was and she's weird. Like, oh, though. you know, he's like, "Yeah, I know," and she's like, "Okay, well," and I wrote that. What? Wait, wait, wait. Because then there's a little line says. The age difference. Come is on, off. where's my line? Where's my line? You keep talking because we don't want any more. Well, there's no, but... there's no chemistry between them. I'm like, this is no. a weird romantic thing they're setting up. Like, what? Yeah, they don't. They just don't have that <laughs> chemistry. It's weird. That's why we're like. But I guess what they're trying to say is that, you know, these are both really um, hardened oh. people, oh. and they don't know how to express their feelings. Maybe, you know. And he says, um, not a crime. Says, I like the way you call. You know, BS, and she's like, "Yeah, no." And he says, "Yeah, a man can a man can tell." And she's like, "Well, you've got some stuff to take care of." And he's like, "I sure do." Like working on himself, type stuff. Yes. So, God damn it, even much. the post-apocalypse, she's jerking him around. <laughs> Jesus, Baby, everyone's got stuff to work even on. The apocalypse, Maddo. <laughs> <laughs> right? Along with you. God damn. Everyone's got stuff they got to work on. Sasha, you you lied in there like a pool of zombies. You got stuff to work on. Right. And this one goes to go make out with the other zombie face to face, like yeah. right in there. I, I saw how, how quickly you fell in love with Bob for absolutely no reason. Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe just to try a real man. <laughs> Derek says in chat, Matt, it's a zombie apocalypse, not Harry Met Sally. It's not possible to wait for the perfect chemistry. <laughs> That's what I'm talking every, about. Every like, have Glenn and Maggie have. That's special. <clears throat> I don't play that. Well, Charlie Sheen, that mess. Oh my god! Going to be Charlie Sheen right now. Sean would turn that. Uh, Sean would just turn that burned motorcycle zombie over on its stomach. Yeah, oh. they would call me flapjacks, baby. She'd oh day that. Sean, Sean would become the worst villain in the entire Walking Dead universe. He's going around banging, banging anything. The that nastiest moves. villain. Just the creepiest, nastiest villain. Sweaty girls. Heck yeah. <laughs> I want, uh, Rosita? Uh, Daryl, we need your crossbow. Why? I, I can't tell you, but we need, we need that crossbow. Right, uh, right about now. Don't have sex with it. Yes. There's a goo on it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, people. But, but I mean... So, so what about Rosita? Would, would there be a... There was never a thing. I think that was just always like a brother-sister relationship. Although in the comics they banged, didn't they? All the time? They banged in the show. Yeah. Did they? The uh, library. I feel like this was, was, was kind of like the Oops. library show, just to where you almost gain nothing. Except for we gained RPGs. I, mean, I think we gained a lot from Daryl's story, but Abraham's story I think it is just a filler. I mean, it, that was total it filler. got us nowhere. Yeah, just like the library episode uh, last season. But let's finish the Daryl stuff. So, uh, so, so they're giving away all this stuff about the saviors. Uh, then they come to a point to where uh, you know uh, D still has his gun. Daryl's got his crossbow, and we hear the click of a gun, and it's pointed at Daryl. And they steal Daryl's crossbow. You're messing they, up on me. Hello. 
Hey. Hey. We hear you. But uh, but, but you hear the click of the gun, and they steal Daryl's bike. They steal his motorcycle. They steal everything from Daryl. Everything's Except gone. Except they throw the one. The chick throws two like white packages at him. What was that? They were they were they were uh, a bandage. You said patch yourself up, but he didn't patch himself up. He stuck him in his pocket like he's gonna. Is he gonna MacGyver those things into a bomb or something? Wouldn't that be <laughs> awesome? But his line at the end was, "What was his specific line that he said to them?" I oh, thought that was great. They they, they said uh, they said to him, "We're sorry," and he said, "You're gonna be." Yeah, you're be. gonna be. And I could feel the loathe just like ooze out of his face when he said that. Wait till I go tell Rick that you stole my favorite crossbow. I'm gonna go tell Rick on you. Rick, they stole my crossbow, Rick. <laughs> Please get it back. They should have. They should have to say where I'm gonna I go tell Rick. They go. They go. Not Rick Grimes. <laughs> he goes. Yeah, he's my buddy. And they go. Holy shit! And they just throw the crossbow down. And run. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so. In that sorry. case, sorry, I so didn't sorry. know. Please, please. Don't go back to Wade. Please, please. And they yeah. go Wade. Please, please. Yeah. Run. So, so <laughs> yeah, after they drive off with his motorcycle and they leave, we'll see Daryl standing there with bandages. He walks through the woods, and you know what? I heard several times a day on some Instant Reaction podcasts, and everybody was talking about Patty. Patty was not found. Who is Patty? What, what, what's so special about this Patty? But if you had to pay close attention, when Daryl finds the truck, the license tag said Patty on it. It was what, Patrick something gas company. And that's what they were looking for was Patty in that trucking yard, which well, somebody had put in the woods. So Patty was found, and Patty was that truck. Huh. Not a person. You know, I want to understand because. Um, so do we, Norma. <laughs> Tina uh, finds the people she's looking for. They realize because I don't think we've touched bases oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. that D and his group set the the woods on fire right, to right. kill. We did skip that. To kill yeah, the, that. the zombies. Explain that to me. I didn't get that at all. Uh, but, yeah. it, it was a greenhouse, and when it caught on fire, the ceiling of a greenhouse is like fiberglass that melts, and it fell on them. Okay. And in case, so not in case, you know, no. their plan was to kill the zombies, but at the same time, they took with them innocent lives, including these this couple that Tina was uh, looking for. Gotcha. So it makes more sense now as to how they were encased in this glass, because I wasn't quite sure how the glass got there. Here's the ceiling. But as she steps closer and she's like, oh, they die, blah, blah, we see, like, the face move under the glass. She gets spooked, steps in a way that cracks the glass, and she gets bitten right in the neck. So we know what's going on, you know. I think they they messed up and used an outtake of her struggling. Because before the zombie got her, it was like, I mean, it was almost, I don't know, it's almost like, it was like a cut, cut, and and they inserted the wrong one. Because you go back and watch it, it was kind of ghetto. The way she was trying (laughs) to escape, and they grabbed her back in, I thought. And also, when that girl died, I'm like, it was supposed to be this dramatic moment, I was like, I don't know who this person is or care. Well, I thought that was a little bit interesting, because she's diabetic. Red coat. Obviously needs insulin. Without insulin, she'll die. It wasn't her diabetes that killed her. It was the zombies. After all that, it wasn't. Yeah. Yes. After, after Roman Reed just coming back to deliver the diabetes Wait medicine. a minute. Wait a minute, guys. Derek, Derek said a while ago, if zombies were not eating everybody in the world, Maggie, Glenn would have never got out of the friend zone with Maggie. And we know how Norma feels about Glenn. And Kitsune <laughs> from Japan just said, Glenn would always get out of my friend zone, wink. <laughs> What's up with Glenn? 
Glenn would get out of my friend zone. Wink. Glenn, well, Glenn started out this scrawny little nerd, and over the course of five years, he's turned into this, like, buff dreamboat. So I don't know what's going on. Hey, you know, <laughs> I'm not complaining. <laughs> Remember when he had his little hat? He had his little uh, New York Mets hat on, and he was like, Woohoo! I'm driving a car! Woohoo! I'm the runner guy! Watch your mouth, there. Watch your mouth. He said, without the walking dead... Without the the dead walking the earth, the only time Carol gets time of the time of day with Daryl is maybe last call in a dark bar. Carol's oh, hot, dude. Carol can get it from Freeman. Daryl is She can stick up for herself. I think most men find that attractive. She almost got in there. What are you Her attitude about? attractive, but if we're being total looks, I just I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love her. I love the actress. I'm saying the way they do her up in the like show. Carol, the way they look. Maybe I like the Elise worn Carol look, Matt. Maybe I like the worn look. I think you the do worn. like the <laughs> Hey, Sean, did you check your messages on your phone? Yes, California Raisin, baby. No, not that. So uh, we have some guests from New Zealand about to join the show. So, uh, so, so, so let's wrap no, this up. Uh, but but Patty, Patty was the truck. And... He ends up picking up Daryl. I mean, ends up picking up Abraham and Sasha. He's honking the horn, honk, 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 honk. And then we have... Wait, the reason we haven't... See, this is very important. The reason how they got back up together. Because Sasha was leaving little... She's like, how do we get a tracker to find us? We leave clues behind. So as they were making their way around, just in case Daryl was looking for them, she was leaving little little clues for Daryl to find them. So Mm -hmm. that's how in the end... Daryl ends up finding Sasha and Abraham at these offices. Ah, oh, because of Sasha. Because of Sasha. Level-headedness. Yes. She's like, don't do breadcrumbs. So she would, you know, write bigger things. Mm-hmm. So, Daryl on the door. That's important. It's really I appreciate important your notes, Normie. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Thanks. So, so there was a big cliffhanger, and, and I don't think it was a cliffhanger at all. This is what I'm saying, and I said this instantly. I heard I saw on social media last night over and over and over again. Glenn's calling for help, but you know we're we're Quentin Tarantino in this this whole story for the last six episodes. You know it's like Quentin yeah. Tarantino style. Rick, it, whenever they are riding in that truck, Rick's running with the zombies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, screaming for help. Thing. Yes, he's running for help. The uh, the. This is all happening at the same time. Yes, Glenn, which I think it's nice. Interesting. At the time, Daryl is getting his crossbow stolen. Glenn and Nicholas are running to that town, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and uh, Morgan is being a big pussy back at Alexandria. <laughs> <laughs> Letting the wolves go, by the way. Yeah. And Rick had to deal with them with cold, hard justice. Yes, Rick. Mm-hmm. So next week, you think we'll see Rick's narrow escape? We will because they, they, they this really is what care, though, did last night that annoyed me and a few people. I know they want to get ratings for their new show, but they're they're getting fake ratings from people that don't want to watch their show. Where they go, instead of saying here next time on The Walking Dead, they say to see what happens next time. Wait till the first commercial break of Into the Badlands. Oh, Sean is just saying that too. <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah, I, and they, I'm like, I gotta use it though. It's, it's a gimmick to get ratings, but ultimately they're fake ratings. I mean, I'm just gonna sit there and put it on mute and not watch your show. I'm waiting for, and the second I see it, I'm gonna turn the channel. So it's it's not 
It makes real me, it burns me out. That's what, but that's what every, that's what the Super Bowl does, right? I'm like, yeah. The Walking Dead is not like why. I mean, uh, all right, let, let's talk brass tacks here. Heisenberg was in every episode, right? We didn't. We, he was. He wasn't out three or four episodes a season. I mean, they paid the money for Breaking Bad. You know, this new show. There's a lot of money going into it. I mean, the special effects, the wardrobe, the set design. Into the Badlands is a fantastic looking show. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> but why is The Walking Dead just? I mean, why they got to shuffle their stuff all the time and this and that? Yeah, you know, and we have to suffer by not seeing. You know, Carol at, at the town meeting. You know, <laughs> Carol or oh. Morgan is not at the town meeting of the pe- about the people that they just killed. I, I don't, I don't get it. I think you're using the word suffering wrong, first of all. And second of all, every single TV show on the face of the earth does this thing where they, they put their popular shows and they use that to grab attention. It's just... They've been well, doing I, it since I, yeah, I, throw, I, I understand that. I'm just saying yeah. it's like... It's annoying, but... It's annoying, but I'm saying it's it's they're going to they're gonna go on tomorrow and say, I want to see what their ratings drop was at the first commercial break. It's, mm. it's synthetic. or It's not people wanted to watch the show... You basically held the, the 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 scenes hostage to make people watch your show. That's like saying, well, you know, Fear yeah, beat that's... The Walking Dead ratings the first episode, but that you know that'd be like the Fear people saying, "Oh man, we done good." Is Into the Badlands <laughs> saying, "Wow, we we just beat everybody's ratings." Yeah, but and it was then, just a trailer. They, they just want to get. Also, they put it on between Walking Dead and Talking Dead because they know ninety nine percent of people like me will just leave it on AMC and press mute until the Talking Dead. So it's another fake rating of somebody that didn't watch it. But then you got to argue on their point, too. Like, everyone's downloading or pirating. <clears throat> so they got to find some way <laughs> Not of getting America. this show out to, like, people, right? So I, I don't know. I think they're totally justified in doing it. They got a uh, hit show. Like, I 100% think they're justified. It's a smart move. I'm saying it's uh, it's just kind of silly. I no, totally... you're right. It's, it's fake ratings. They can't they can't judge what happened based on that. They can't it's say, like, oh, It's like putting the Star Wars trailer randomly at halftime of that Monday Night Football game was a trick to get the... They're like, God, the ratings for Monday Night Football were way up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I wonder why. What was the boost? Hmm. The boost. The boost. The boost. But ultimately, I guarantee you the majority of the people just had their TV on mute looking up every seconds. Like, is it the commercial break yet? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I, you know, I respect Chris Hardwick and I, I like what the Talking Dead's doing, but. I just don't want to find out how like the sausage is made. Does that make sense? Like, I don't want to overly discuss every episode, except with you guys, obviously. Right. But like, see the actors, because then for me, it just it becomes a little too. I, I lose myself. Like, I, I get out of the fiction a little bit next time I see it, because I'm like, oh, he was on last week's Talking Dead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, These people are like, really oh, dead. Dope. They have a special well, guest coming next week, unannounced. Oh, right. there's a death. Oh boy, here it comes. It's going to be Glenn saying, gotcha. But guys, we got all the way from halfway around the world, guys. It's morning time there. It's nighttime here. Right now it's, <laughs> it's 9.13 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I'm recording at, but all the way down, straight through. Look down, guys. And What's wave, and You'll wave at Mr. Harley. Mr. Harley. Hi, Harley. Down in Hi, New Harley. Zealand. Harley, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you yes. good. Cool. I've I've hit I've hidden myself in the bathroom at my work, so hopefully um I don't sound too echoey. <laughs> really? So so Harley Neville, are, are you any kin to Aaron Neville? Uh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and I can't sing either. So so yeah, no relation whatsoever. Well, hey, we have Aaron here. Matter of fact, 
Singer. Oh yeah. So Harley, dude, you've been here on Zombie Cast before. You know, whenever you were debuting your movie, which involves some zombies, Holocaust, people that survive. Yep. Tell us a bit about your yep. movie, dude, before we get into some details about how it's hitting the North American side of the world. Uh, yeah, so basically it was a, um, a low-budget uh, zombie film made in New Zealand. Um, we filmed it in 2011, and it took us a good uh, sort of more than four years to, to get it out, but it finally came out in um, uh, May of 2015. And basically it's about a zombie film set, a low-budget B-grade zombie film set in the middle of nowhere, um, uh, and they're, they're shooting a sort of a terrible schlocky film, and while they're doing that, the film set is overrun by real zombies from a nearby village, uh, and chaos ensues. And it sort of follows it follows the um, uh, the unlikely sort of hero, which is uh, the uh, a runner who is having his first name, his first day on on film set working as a runner. Um, and yeah, it sort of follows him uh, as he tries to survive the zombie holocaust. It's called "I Survived the Zombie Holocaust." Yeah. That's funny. When you say runner, you mean like production assistant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that's what you would guys would call it. Yeah, we we say runner, but um, but yeah, production assistant. You know, so like a lowly, a lowly, yeah, a lowly yeah, ranked employee. Lo- yeah, yeah, the guy that goes and gets the coffee for um, anyone that wants it. There's a, there's a line of dialogue that says, um, "Welcome along to your first day. Um, remember the uh, remember the first rule. Everybody on set is more important than you are." Ah. <laughs> yeah. I said, "I need a personal runner. Somebody will go get me coffee whenever I want it." It's kind of like okay. a fluffer, yeah. ain't it? He's like the low pay guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's the only way the position could be considered any lower, right? Right. There you go. Hey, fluffers are decent people. <laughs> they are needed in this world. Matt, fluffers' Matt, lives matter. Matt's an ex-Canadian yeah, fluffer. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Yeah. No, if I'm Matt kidding. was in The Walking Dead, he would have his own uh, gang called the Fluffers. <laughs> right. But they'd be fighting the uh, the wolves and the. Uh, you didn't see him playing in the lantern. I heard, yeah. I heard Matt fluff Santa one time. Jesus. <laughs> Chad's not going to answer Matt, that. Matt had, been bad, Matt had been very naughty that year, and he had to he had to win back Santa's uh, goodwill. So I got my Game Boy when I was nine. Uh, anyways. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, back when we talked to you whenever uh, I Survived the Zombie Holocaust, I Survived the Zombie Holocaust uh, came out, you guys were just getting connected with North America, and, and now it's available here, right? Yeah, so we had, um, at the time, we, we had rumors that it was going to be getting released in, the, in America, but we didn't uh, have anything official uh, or concrete, but now it, it is out. It's out and available right now uh, over there in the States, and um, so far so good as far as I'm aware. Um, we get sort of um, sales reports every six months or so, so we haven't had our first one yet. Um, but you know, as, as far as I'm aware, it seems to be doing okay. It got the um, it got the shit pirate out, pirated out of it on um, oh, no. Pirate Bay and, and those places. Um, as soon as it came out in America, it had been out in other places, but as soon as it came out in America, bam, popped up on Pirate Bay. Oh, <laughs> um, oh boy. Yeah, but, but that's to be expected, I think. Um, and so, yeah, I know that on one particular torrent that I saw, it had been downloaded a hundred thousand times just oh, on wow. that one particular. 
particular yeah. tyrant. But I'm taking that as a sign of success. You know, surely that means that the the word of mouth is is generally positive. Otherwise, why would all these people be pirating it? Yeah, you know, and you gave us a free copy of this movie, and I know Matt watched it. Ted, I, Norma. Hold on. All right, guys, so what I was so, saying was uh, me and Matt, Ted, Norma, have all seen the film, and we don't want to give anything away, but, but Matt was talking about I got to admit, Harley, zombies. I haven't seen it yet. I, I, I'm uh, going to put it out there, but I'm going to. I've got a copy. Oh, I thought, I I thought you said you have seen it. But, I'm, I'm going to watch it, man. I've, I've been on Pirate Bay today. I downloaded it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, but, but for a small-budget film, I, you know, Dude, it's top-notch, Harley. It's something to be proud of, dude. This movie is excellent. Yeah, that, that's really great to hear. And I am very proud of it. I think it, I think it turned out great. Um, I think that the fact that it took sort of four years or so worth of post-production to get it out, um, I think that actually uh, led to a better film, ultimately. It led to a better edit um, and just a higher-quality, more polished uh, product, you know? So, so it's kind of a, a blessing in disguise, perhaps, because um, basically the delays we had when we were making the film were mostly based around the visual effects because um, we had a lot of practical effects that didn't work on the day. So things like exploding heads and, you know, bites yeah. and bullets and so on, all that type of stuff that we had hoped to do practically um, on set, uh, a lot of them didn't work, um, I guess, due to sort of budgetary constraints and so on. And then so what happened was um, that all had to be fixed with visual effects and post-production, which, you know, this was our first feature film. So we hadn't really planned for that and uh, you know it was a an oversight on our behalf um and it, it leads to this, this big delay but i think that um yeah ultimately it, it actually led to a better film uh because we had that time to really polish it and make it look good yeah uh, yeah and i remember you, and you know, the, the first time you came yeah. on just talking about how the, the really the delay was a blessing in disguise well it's like mm. that saying it's like it's better to be done right than done fast yeah, yeah, well, I, I'd agree with that because, I mean, this thing's got to be around uh, forever, you know. It's always going to be available online and, and all, in all these places. And so, you know, you really want to be proud of it. You don't want to sort of just poop out some pile of crap and then have your name associated with it. Right, which, Ted, you just went through this. You know, you were going to put out Combat Kids way before you did, and you took, yeah. what, another four months on it to polish yeah, it, it took up. took three times longer than I thought it was going to take, but that's just that just happened. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's something. But it's that a million times cooler than it would have been. That's what you got to think of. Is it a film? A short film. It's just a, it's an internet short, like thirty right, minutes. Right. Right. Yeah. Cool. Well, I noticed. Um, I did notice over my years of uh, filmmaking. We've been making films for uh, sixteen years now under the name Pigville, and um, I did uh, one of the sort of things I learned was that it always takes about four times as long as you expect it to. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be a two-minute internet sketch. It just it seems to take far longer than you anticipate every <laughs> single time. Well, yeah, because I mean, in, in my experience, yeah, you sit down, you go. This is pretty much how it goes. You, I'm going to do this. That's oh, that'll only take 45 minutes, and eight hours later, you're still working on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you're it like, takes 45 and I, minutes I to read I have a friend who he created a pitch trailer for a cartoon series he came up with, and he worked he worked on just this like this is like a 10 minute video. He worked on it for like a year and a half, and it's finally mm. done. Mm-hmm. And it's just like good. I mean, that's just. As a as a guy who um, creates internet content, I can tell you what the most disappointing thing is when you spend a year to get something out. Uh, we did this. We had a short skit, uh, skit which 
was was only two minutes long, I think, but it just for various reasons, it ended up taking about a year before we actually released it. And then when we released it, yeah, no one really liked it. And it only got a few like a few sort of a few thousand plays, um, a few thousand views, and then that right. was it, you know. And it was a year worth of um, anticipation. So uh, it's all about rejection in this game, and um, right. disappointment, and 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 keeping on going. Now you do it I have yourself too, like. You know, you got to do it for Staying. yourself. Otherwise, you know, yeah, you yeah, that disappointment sure. and yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure I have a question. For the money. Um, yeah. One of our people in, in chat right now, the Rachel Drummond from The South Forsaken, she has written a book, The South Forsaken. And, you know, she's in Australia and she was wondering, do you have any idea how an author would start to try to get their book, um, turn, you know, like make a trailer for their book and and get that ball rolling? As far as how would they try to get to a publisher and that Correct. type of thing? You mean? Or, I mean, or, the book is already published, but just to, you know, start working like on, on a book trailer. For, right, to see you know, a, about it getting turned into a film. Correct. Like like film scenes right, from the right. book. They basically make a teaser trailer if it was actually going to yeah. be a movie. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I, get, I reckon that's what I personally would do is I would, you know, yeah, you would film a wee trailer or a teaser or something like that. And then you'd put it together with a pitch. Um, sort of outlining the, you know, the the, the film itself, what it's going to be, um, you know, I, I guess budgets, all these types of things. You know, you've got to put in a lot of work into your sort of your proposal, um, and then I would send it off to to things like TV networks and producers and production companies and. Um, uh, you know, like that type of thing. That's what I would do. I know. I know that. For, for example, for I survived a zombie holocaust. We got our. Hello. Hello. Uh-oh. We oh, should look. restart this room or something. Yes. Yeah. Let me pause. Wait. Like I'm. Um, I'm. Okay, guys. We, we had a slight hiccup. Matt, I, I cannot believe you treat a guest like that. <laughs> Harley, come back. <laughs> oh, Harley. Nah, you know, like Har- those- Harley is coming from down under. It's summertime there, you know what? And, and, and the beaches are open in New Zealand. And, uh, you know, uh, no, nah, I'm just bullcrapping. Uh, Harley's going to come back next week to finish this interview uh, for I Survived the Holly. Ho- I Survived a Zombie Holocaust. And uh, uh, talk a little more about it. And, and Matt's going to watch the movie so all four of us can, can actually debate it a little bit. Uh, things we like, things. Well, yeah. There's nothing that I didn't like when I watched it. I did my homework, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, but uh, but I'll be back next week. And I also want to talk to him about because you know the leader of Fear of the Walking Dead is from New Zealand, also the big oh gangster. what a connection yeah the big gangster from uh, uh Amazing conversation. the Denzel movie what was that Training Day Training Day Lord of the Rings the guy from Fear guys <laughs> that's the one Lord of the Rings yes yes. So, uh, it was uh, John Q. John Cusack? He wasn't that. Vol- oh, oh, the best of all, Denzel. Virtuosity. Virtuosity. <laughs> <laughs> that movie did give us Russell Crowe. Deja Crow. Vu was good. That's true. What was that Matrix? What was that one with Keanu Reeves? And he like hacks into a dolphin's brain. Um, Johnny Mnemonic. Uh, I don't think I've seen Johnny Mnemonic. What was the AIDS one? Philadelphia. Uh, every song. Okay, guys. You know what? We lost Harley and we lost Tiger. 
We lost the live feed, but I got to you guys from Funny or Die, the nine most ridiculous things from last night's The Walking Dead. Oh, man. I just brought this up. Welcome back, Daryl. Number one. What's up, Daryl? Good to see you. Long time. No Angel Wings. You missed so much. Let's get, let's get you caught up to speed on all the recent developments. Well, uh, learned why Morgan is acting like a bitch. That was a goat. <laughs> G-O-A-T. <laughs> the goat died. Rick went for a jog and someone stole his crackers. Okay, I guess you actually didn't miss too much. Yep, uh, heads up, uh, shots fired. Brap, brap, brap. Word store! Whatever. I, feel like, <laughs> I, what I feel like this podcast has gone into a different language. What's going on? Yeah, I'm like, what? I'm straight from funny or die. Okay. Well, uh, what's the plan here? Just right now it's just the die part, so hopefully the funniest. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Well, the funniest part of last night's episode, and they got the... They just got a picture. Number one is the picture of the little zombie body with the motorcycle helmet. I thought that was like a little kid. I I, I thought that was a child or something. Like I couldn't understand until we looked at it again, and then you kind of see like the rib cage, like the the higher part of it, and then just the head. So I guess it's one of the zombies, maybe that that got burned well, along the way. Here, this is zombie from Daft Punk. Yeah, I what? that's what I said. It looked like the zombie from Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Uh, I'm having a weird night. I'm gonna stop talking. Yeah, me too. You're I've been. Good. I had like less than five hours of sleep. I've had like five coffees. I think I'm just very jittery, and my oh. mind goes faster is than I can mug? talk. Is it, is it the mug is making you want to drink more coffee? It is. I can't not drink coffee now. Now you time. drink like your beer and your water mm. and everything else in there. Yeah. Here, I'm putting a picture of this in there. Does it look like a Daft Punk zombie? <laughs> You guys see it in our Facebook chat. Oh, I'm, there? I'm going on to number two. But, but anyway, I, oh, I guess you got to like see it but because that, the zombie just looks funny the way that they have it. Uh, in there. So I'm going, going, going. Uh, number two is of the top nine things. Uh, Daryl got outsmarted by a bag, which is pretty funny. <laughs> Daryl in his uh, labyrinth <laughs> getting his crossbow from the bag was the second funniest thing. Is the zombie approach? I don't know. This ain't that good. The zombie. Never mind. Forget. More forget like it. just die, right? <laughs> I, I choose the or die part. Yeah, or die. So I'm sitting here looking up some news story. I'm trying to fill in the last ten minutes. Uh, Just talk about yeah. Battlefront and its uh and its and its pat season pat. Let's do yeah. it. Battlefront. I predicted. A few hours. No, I'm going Matt, you predicted nothing. <laughs> uh, Matt prophesized exactly, in my opinion, what happened. <laughs> that they're going to release half a game and then charge you for the stuff you actually want to play. And, Ted, you're right in your uh, Twitter or Facebook message. It's going to divide the people because you're going to have people spend 70 bucks, 80 bucks here in Canada. They're going to get the game. Then the season pass is going to come out. Their friends are going to buy the $60 like, pack that comes with like eight more maps. And then they can't play with their old friends. 16 more maps. 16 more maps. fucking maps. Wait, well, how many maps does the game come out with? Eight. It comes out. I think it comes out with sixteen. They're literally doubling the game with the season pass. Literally, like they're adding four Crazy. more heroes, four more planets, sixteen maps. Whoa, I mean, that's ridiculous. And game modes. I'm off and you the, know the train. You know the ad at uh, level. They say I was reading reviews. They say that was the biggest level. Like the other ones are just kind of watered down death matches, essentially. And it's fun if you're a Star Wars fan. But the the reviewer I was reading said I spent ten hours. And I'm like. Okay, once you get past the Star Wars thing, like you realize that there's not much here in terms That's of my what's heard, yeah. This is I think yeah. this is a game that we all play for about a week, and then I'm back playing Halo. But I mean, no, I'm, don't say that because it's. Sorry, Norma. You're gonna have lots of fun. 
Lots here's of fun. The thing. It depends hey, on the friends you have online. That's the truth. Well, here's the problem I have. They put out the game. There's no campaign. It's a $60 game, and it has only four planets. Four planets, and one of them is Sullust. That who gives a crap about that planet? It's never even been in the movies. So one of the entire planets is some lava planet you don't even care about. Uh, you get Indoor, which looks cool with the speeder bikes. You get Hoth, which every you know we've done that battle a million times. And there it is. And you get Tatooine, which is cool. But <coughs> before this even like a month before this thing even comes out, most people at least have the dignity to at least wait a little. They're like, we're announcing our fifty dollar, which is the double the cost season pass. Which it doesn't add like w- when Mortal Kombat puts out a season pass, it adds four new fighters. Right. You know, this thing, they are literally doubling the size of this game with the season pass, um, adding 16 new maps, four new planets, four new heroes. And the thing <clears> is, <throat> modes should be free. If you're going to have a multiplayer only game, the modes the should be absolutely free. Be free. You're, they're going to have modes that are only in the season pass. So they're going to put like a capture the flag mode that's only in season pass, so you can't even play modes. That's crazy content um and that's going to make half the people aren't going to get it more than half it's going to segment everybody and i've already said this you know damn well the best shit is going to be in the season pass they're going to have the space battles will be in the Mm -hmm. season pass the clone wars will be in the season pass i might have to return this game (laughs) i'm not going to buy the season pass Darth that, Maul. That might be where the real game those. is. That's, that's they're gonna come out and yeah. say, "Here's the Battle of Naboo with troopers and battle droids." And Darth Maul is in the Kylo Ren is gonna be in the season pass. The new bad guy. They're, they're totally gonna pull the ba- the Death Star battle will be in the they're season. Backload pass. it. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, Star Wars or not, they kill Titanfall with this. They destroy. They don't even sell Titanfall anymore. You can't even buy it. Titanfall is amazing too. So I don't know. But I'm saying they destroyed it by giving you a couple maps and promising everything. No, dude, this turns my stomach. Ted, I was on board about buying this. I, I had no clue about all this stuff. I'm, st- I mean, I'm still getting because I want to play it. But I, I, and, and what's annoying too is the season pass is already for sale. <laughs> They're not even telling anybody what's <laughs> in the season pass. This, this thing is for sale for $50, and people are buying it, and they don't even know what's included. They're saying, well, there's 16 new maps, but what planets are they? Who are the heroes? What are the modes? Mm-hmm. People are just buying it on on faith. I mean, I'm sure it'll be good, but... I, I guarantee you... 50 bucks laying around. I guarantee you that some of this content is on the game, at least 80 of these maps, and within a month they're going to release it in time for the movie. I guarantee you it's already on the disc. There will be the Kylo Ren. They are giving you the Battle of Jakku free if you pre-order, which is the the battle, the big famous battle that sets up the new movie. But that's a DLC. But you know for a fact... Kylo Ren, that new bad guy, is going to be in the season battle. And I just, like I said... You mean I Darth uh, Jar Jar. Darth Jar Jar. Yeah, Darth Jar Jar. I think it's bananas that people are buying the season pass and they don't even know what's in it. They don't even know. There's, I mean, they know the, the, the amount of content, but don't know what the content is. Poop. Yeah, Dude, this turns my stomach. Well, you would buy a game and you would get the game. Well, I mean... Most people do that. They're going to make laws against this. I'm sorry. I mean, that's uncalled for. Well, I mean, the argument will be that you don't have to buy it, but like Ted's right. Like, unless you buy the season pass, the game's going to be worthless to you in about a couple months because then people will buy the season pass. It's going to split up the – it's going to be hell trying to, like, get on a mode with people who don't. It's just going to be a gong show unless you get the season pass. 
and the thing is too, this is most season passes, they add like ten percent more content. This is adding a hundred percent more content. Yeah. It's it's literally doubling the size of the, a game that was already half of a game. So basically, like I said to earlier to, to Yogi Zilla or somebody, they said uh I, I said he said something like this game is not worth sixty dollars. I said I said they're giving you half a game for sixty dollars to get the full game. It's going to cost you one hundred and ten dollars. That's dumb. Ouch. And they're the denying it's mad, but I'm like, we can look at the content and see. This is this is and and you look at Halo Five, which I love. Halo Five has a the campaign's not great, but it has a full campaign. It's got all the shit, and it's they're giving you all the DLC free because they said we don't want to segment the, the the user base. They're yeah. going to give you thirty maps for free, and then you look at like Uncharted, amazing fifteen hour campaign, great multiplayer, all just came on the disc. But for some reason, EA thinks here's half the game, pay us one hundred and ten dollars for all of it. Yeah, but they know you'll do it. You're buying the game. Yeah, because it's they got the fucking Star Wars license by the ball. <laughs> that's the thing. It's the Star Wars. It's the same thing with the Madden NFL. They know they don't have to make those Madden games improve because they have the NFL license. You have yeah. no choice if you want to be the, the your favorite football team. That's your one option. Yeah, you know, and that's and they we got Battlefront and, it's and that's what it it's is. Game, but oh, very quickly, are you guys uh, catching up on Evil Dead? I, I am time, but I've show is rocking it. It's so good, man. <laughs> I look forward to that a lot these days. It's I need just... a link, Matt. Yeah, I've heard it's it's got a very good balance between like creepy and funny to yeah. it. Yeah, and Bruce Campbell is charismatic as shit. Oh yeah, that guy. I didn't realize how charismatic he was. He still got it. Like he is exactly the same character, and he plays it amazingly. And I, I, like when I got to see him in person last month, his speech, I mean, you're sitting there riveted. Like, this guy should run for president. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know, he was, was on Nerdist. I, it was really you, good. Oh, yeah. Did you know that, that the AMC is adding a George Romero creation to the zombie lineup I, now? I oh. It's called, uh, yeah, they're adding a, there's a, there's a George Romero zombie show coming out. Yeah, we talked about it last week. I didn't know this. What What is it? Oh. I don't get it. I'm looking at it. Um, it's the vampire zombies. Yes, Empire of the Empire, well, the, Empire of the Dead. Empire of the Dead. The new comic series. AMC hmm. bought the rights to it. It wants to bring it to television. Interesting. Interesting, Dude, right? That, that turns my stomach, Ted. It really does. I thought about I thought about getting off here, editing the show, and head, heading, you know, telling Freeman and Louie I'm going to buy the game. Well, I want to see the reviews. I mean, we're all buying it on the Star Wars faith, and that the beta was pretty entertaining. But uh, again, I said this. Uh, and I, some people agreed. I said too. If, after the beta, the beta was a little sloppy to me. It was fun, but I was like, if you did, if you just took out the Star Wars wrapper, this is a completely forgettable game. But you know, I watched John Jacobson play it over on uh, <laughs> on his yes, his he feed, was but, but the uh, game looked, it the game looked fantastic. It does. Oh, it looks that, great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, it's, the a, first... it's one of the best looking video games I've ever seen, without a doubt. This is a very anti- to, I mean, yeah, people's waited for this game. Since Still the get first it. It's Xbox. gonna be fun. It's just it's it's gonna ho- it's gonna make you pay for the fun. It's not gonna be a bad game. I don't think. It's just gonna make you pay out the nose. I mean, to what experience. happened to unlocking levels and stuff? No, not anymore. It's, it's they gone. have um. Th- there's this great review site on YouTube that uh, I'm Sean from Horrible Gamer Podcast told me about. It's a guy who he it's this dude. He does this like voice and he reviews games before he's even played them. 
and it's funny. So he's like, hi, everybody. I am about to you Rise of the Tom Brader. And he, and he interviews games, and he did something like – he was reviewing some game, and he said, he says, for an additional $20, you can unlock new modes and new guns. I remember back when I was young, you used to actually have to play the game to do that. Who the hell wants to do that? I'd like to thank them. You can just unlock that stuff instantly by giving them more money. And I think it's wonderful. You know, it's, it's, so, it's, so true. it's like who the hell wants to actually play to earn things? Uh, but it's very true, you know. That's the new way to do it. So it's yeah, but I mean, I think this season pass most like I think two, uh, Titanfall season pass was fifteen bucks, and it gave you like ten new maps and stuff. And for this, I mean, it's a little different when the get size of the game is doubling for twice the cost that's like don't sit there and tell me you guys didn't hold shit back in that case mm-hmm. because they always try to say we're not holding anything back absolutely Real. they're holding stuff back like i Real. said in a month you're gonna have uh, something come out on, for the prequel, yeah oh. time for the prequels there will be a kylo ren prequel dlc yeah it's not a prequel what are you talking about i mean whatever i mean excuse me yeah but guys let's get to the wrap-up show i do want to give a shout out to harley neville and i survived a zombie holocaust and uh, i want to tell you guys where you could all purchase this uh in america right now uh and really i, I guess all over the world but uh you know cable has it satellite has it for uh, pay on demand voodoo itunes amazon xbox one at&t comcast uh, you know, almost anywhere you can get movies, but I survived a zombie holocaust. How much did you say you just looked it up for, Norma? Um, it is four ninety nine if you want the HD version on Amazon Instant, or if you want the regular SD version, it's three ninety nine, and that's um, you know, just the download. You can actually buy. Uh, that's just to rent it, actually. So let me go back because I was just there. Um, but then if you wanted to purchase it, you can get it for twelve ninety nine. That and that's actually just to buy it and watch it straight. Uh, Is that as a digital download? download? It's on a, it's yes, a digital download for uh, twelve ninety nine, or you can rent it for four ninety nine. Right, right. So I mean, so that's a good deal. So, so all the zombies out there, try to get that this week and watch it before we have Mister Harley Neville on back next week. Uh, he's going to try to have the writer and some other people from. Uh, the movie on the last uh, 40 minutes or so of the show. And uh, w- once again, we want to apologize to Mr. Neville for uh, for all that happened, you know, calling from New Zealand. So, uh, you know, it, we shouldn't apologize. Skype should apologize. Damn we you, do- Skype. Yes. Skype's always foiling. Curse you, Skype. That's it. But, the third but, richest company on the planet, and they don't work. It doesn't yeah, work. For real. But, uh, but guys, let's get to the wrap up show. Miss Normalante, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter under Normie477, or you can find me on Thursday nights on allgames.com at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time doing Knuckleballer Radio. And come game with me on Xbox Live under Normiebug. Currently, I'm on Tomb Raider, so I don't know how much time I could play a game with you, but I don't know, with Battlefront coming up soon, this that might be our time. Right, so right. come find me. So, Mr. Tedicon, Mr. Combat Kid himself, where can people okay. find you? Uh, Tedigan on everything, Twitter. I've gotten 400 new Twitter followers in the last two weeks, so that's been fun. Oh, look at me. Yeah, a lot of YouTube subscribers, right? Tedigan on everything. Um, and I want to recommend a, I, I love listening to spooky things and, and, you know, awesome. Mm. And I, I found a new, uh, I'm going to recommend another podcast to listen to when you're not listening to the Zombie Cast. 
uh, and Knuckleballer. You can listen to it before you listen to VGO, though. Um, it's called <laughs> it's called Lore Podcast, L O R E Podcast. I believe the site is a Lore Podcast. Extremely highly produced, and they're very short. There's like 20 episodes, and a guy just talks for about 30 minutes and just spooky music, and he just tells you about spooky things. Cool, like uh, people with fear of drowning, people uh, the Windigo, all that stuff, and it's it's really well done and. Uh, Lorecast, I'm totally down for stuff like that. You should. Um, Jim Harold's The Campfire is good for ghost stories. If you want to check that out, I'll I will. T- I'll send, I will you. post you guys a link. But this is an extremely yeah. highly produced, well done thing, and I, I love listening to uh, like creepy pastas and yeah. you know all that stuff. It's it's fun, and nice. this is that's, I, I found this show, and I was like, yeah, that's awesome, Matt. I want to ask you about a yeah. show you were telling our friend, Mister Iams, Mister Sean Iams. Mm-hmm. And it's the podcast where people watch Grown Ups 2 every week. Every week they just yeah. watch Grown Ups 2. <laughs> yep. That's oh, right. yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, it's called, I think it's called The Worst Idea Ever. It's, I've got it on my podcast list. But it's just it's funny to just watch them just like go generally more insane. But the funny thing is, too, is that they find like the weirdest things to talk about eventually because they run out of topics. So they, like, they really drill down into some stuff. Uh, That's great. I had to find somebody who wants to watch the same movie with me over and over and over I again. Do. I could not the worst do that. idea of all time. I would yeah. be on that show for about two weeks and I'd be like, guys, I can't do and this. Done. Yeah, you could tell by the fifth, they're just like, this was a horrible idea, but they have to commit to it because I think one of them like did it, did it like as a stunt for his work. So like, okay. they fully, are they, they actually dropping everything and sitting there and just watching the screen for ninety minutes every week? Well, it's not the podcast. Like, you get the podcast right after they watch it. Oh, so yeah. it's like a 30-minute podcast of right after they watched it that week. So it's right when they're just like their they're rawest, their most... Well, do they have an end game, or is this just going to go on forever of them having to watch that movie? <laughs> That's awesome. So this, this went on for, it went on for, I think, 40 episodes. I think wow. they watched it a few times. But then they started on a new one. So I think, uh, yeah, 50, 54 times is how many times they watched it. Holy cow. <laughs> and then do they... Try to beat out their last number with their new movie. Is that what it is? The next movie is Sex in the City 2. So they've already started on that. There are 20 episodes into Sex in the City 2. <laughs> At least well, Grown Ups 2, I like some of the people that are probably in that. But like Sex in the City, I'd be like, guys, no. 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 Yeah. no I'm, out. I'm just not watching this. Yeah. And guys, we got a new show working up that's supposed to start around January, The Social Dozen. And it's me, Ted, Norma, and what, eight. Eight other podcasters. Yes, each yes, each yes. month, we each do one show. Each, each, each at the beginning of each month, we draw names for uh, to set the shows for the month, and then like Ted will record with two people, me with two people, Matt with two people. Sometimes together, sometimes apart. And we but, just make uh, out for an hour, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, but, yeah. Uh, the social sure. dozen, something that's going to be coming it's out soon with all of us on it, and eight other podcasters. Hey, can you talk about whatever you want to talk about? Yeah, yeah. So and you just bring whatever topic. I, th- I think I think the top social story. Should be uh, the warm up segment, and you know wh- whatever the social topic is that week. Like today is probably ISIS and Paris and stuff like that. Right. So you know that would be the warm up topic. Then you bring in your topic to the show. But each week, you know this this month you might record with Captain Chaos and Sodoom, uh, Ted. But next month, you know you, your names are drawn with two other tomorrow. hosts. So uh, we're we're always mixing it up. But it's twelve full time hosts. Can there be a policy of a? Uh, is there a policy where you can't record with the same host twice in a row? The names must be redrawn. Yes, only because uh, when yeah. the names are drawn, those names are done. Dunsky for the month. So if I, until I call, everybody's if I name call, is like, say I draw Norman Matt, and the next week I get Norman Matt again, there should be a redraw. Yeah, yeah, redraw. Yeah, it's like their names would not be on in the also, drawing at that point. 
I would suggest like like we do all this drawing like before. Prior. So like we plan like the first three months just so people know when they're on the podcast, right? So it's not like every week am I gonna have to do yeah, a podcast. Yeah. Twelve hosts, that's one it's month. That's 12, 12 hosts, one month yeah. each for drawing. So uh, we'll find out the first three drawers and lay out those first three months. Because you're right, man, because you could be the end of the month and then the first show of the next month, which would yeah. be two weeks in a row. And that way, you know, people can plan accordingly. Uh, but, but, you know, it's, it's like a trial thing, but I think it would be fun. It's going to be fun, for sure. 12 people pushing that. one show. So uh, I think and it's going to be I like good. That. Sean from a horrible horrible gamers is a really really good guy i, I he like that is. Yeah, he and is. i enjoy listening to your shows you guys were guests on there that was a lot of fun to yeah. catch up and listen to that and he's on the new show uh the social yes, dozen so it's gonna be awesome but matter where can people find you uh at Matt mcfly m-a-t-t-o-m-c-f-l-y and uh tuesday nights on video game outsiders at the riotcast network Right, and you can find me on twitter.com slash freeman daddy five xbox one gamer tag is freeman daddy the number seven uh, and uh, I just want to give a shout out to Paris, and uh, you know a lot of bloodshed was shed there the other night. And and you know what, Matt? Before we leave, I want to ask you a question. This is something that's been on my mind, and Norma. Oh, okay, it's been All heavily right. on my mind. Not Ted though. Well, Never well, Ted, well, Ted doesn't have kids. Just you and me, Matt. And and, and you know when it comes to ISIS, it's Not in that the news. I know of. He's got a kitty. He's got boo, but yeah, yeah. true. But but my kids asked me today. They heard from people, you know, from people on Xbox stuff. You know, Ashton was asking me, "Hey, Dad, you know, they said that today ISIS said that you know they want to attack you know Washington D.C. or this, that, and the other." But but this has been on my mind heavily. Mm-hmm. Norman, Matt, you guys have kids, right? You know, and we always <laughs> see ISIS attacking other places. We see it on the news, you know. But this is really bothering me, really, really bothering me lately. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm sure you guys go to, to, to small town family traditions like a Christmas parade, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Now imagine you're sitting there with little Maddo, and this dude. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not exaggerating. This is something that's really yeah. fucking oh, yeah. bothering me. Really bothering me. We we go to a small town Christmas party every year, half a mile long, 300 floats. You got a crazy car that passes all the floats, comes down and just starts spraying people. What 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 do you do? Just cover your kid and yeah, I'm just saying. Together. I mean, yeah. it, <laughs> jump in front of your kid. I, dude, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. I mean, we it's had small town, this thing. thing kind of happened with the bombing in um, Boston, the Boston Marathon. Yeah. But 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 you know, a small town parade or something like that would be such an easy target. But like you, you and Little Meadow and Mariana yeah. sitting on a curb, and then all of a sudden, I mean, it, it wouldn't take nothing for for. Just carload people just come down with AK forty sevens, just just mowing people down. Yeah, and a half but you, a can't, mile. you can't kill yourself thinking like that, man. I mean, it's it's been yeah. like that for hundreds of years. Yes. One person, and sorry to say, but America has more of a problem with white guys and guns and Muslims with a, a beef right now. China. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, if you look at the past few murders in America, it's been kind of guys who live there, and you know, I, right. I I don't think you have to worry about ISIS. Too much in America right now. Security is pretty tight, and you know it's going to come from somewhere. Lightning's going to hit you. What if, what if lightning? Exactly. It's, it's, like, just, it's like sitting around yeah, worrying that a, that, a, that an earthquake is yeah. going to hit. I mean, you just can't worry about it. But, but think of the damage that these people could do in a half a mile stretch on a oh, happy day. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You know, there's nothing you could do. Nothing. But that's why terrorism works because it makes you think that they they attack innocent people, yeah. and it makes you think you could be the next one. You just got to fight back and say, I'm going to go to these things. I'm going to keep on living my life. I'm not going to let you make me worried every day and it's a hard thing to do but yeah you could you could just you yeah. could become a hermit thinking that way probably and, and on that note I, I just want to publicly say that that 
terrorism, you know, is is the most mediocre, shittiest elementary thing that people could do. You know, sneaking up, surprise attack, and can't show your face. My kids could have done that in Paris easily. Snuck in with a gun and just shoot people that aren't expecting it. How cowardly is that? I, I honestly don't know why this I just think anybody who often. decides to do something like that is. Yeah. I'm with you, Ted. I don't see, I'm surprised it doesn't not. happen every day. Yeah, Norma. I mean, I, I mean, that's what's so bizarre. That's what's so crazy is I don't get why it doesn't happen every five seconds. It seems so simple to pull off. I don't know. Oh, the world's it, fucked up. But. It terrifies oh, yeah. me, man. It, just the safety of my kids. Uh, <laughs> an elementary school, man. My kids are out there playing all the time. There's nothing there protecting them. So it's. I don't know, man. It really bothers me. For some reason, these threats that they've been given today is really sunk in as me being a dad. Well, like, what, what would you do? actually said the best blood is American blood. But just for context, though, like they that those Twitters, like they say that every day, though. Like they're it's just those are getting reported on because of the Paris thing. But like ISIS and all those people, they say that stuff on a daily basis. But they come Absolutely. like a thief in the night, they man. Just have you a never know. Vendetta against this country. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so it's not it's not anything different. I think we just know about them more now because after the Paris thing. I, but you know, I like you're right. You, as a parent, you're like it could happen any time, and you know, but it could even happen, happen I, in your yeah. house. Somebody could break in yeah. at any time. Uh, and do it that. scares you just me all can't the time. With fear, you know, you just have to take day by day and just you know hope and pray that it just does not happen to you. Dude, I'm at work sometimes welding, and I just have to look away when people talk, dude, because I mean, shit bothers me. When it comes yep. to my kids, so uh, I may be yeah. chatting with you guys on the side because I, I'm really having a hard time with this, you know. Just fair enough. Yeah. You know, well, the fact that you just have to do lockdowns now, practice right. lockdowns is it's scary. I mean, it's we like are, the Cold War uh, again. Fuck. Yeah, it's like instead of hiding on your desk in case we're getting bombed, we got a a procedure, you know, to hide in case some somebody deranged or lost their mind that day. And no, I actually. I didn't have uh, a friend uh, happen to her school, but a family in her from her school, the dad lost it and just took out his wife and his kids and then himself. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, from one day to the next, they were a happy-go-lucky family. And they, you know, he decided he did not want the family to be separated and he killed them all, including himself. It's just a gut That's... feeling tells me that they're going to strike the heart of America and it's our kids. And it scares yeah. me. But uh, maybe, maybe anyway, it's Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but guys, uh, we yeah. want to thank you guys for the download. And like I said, you can find me on twittercom slash daddy 5 But uh, help me as parents out there. I need, I need some help, daddy 5 and Sean Freeman on uh, Facebook. I'm the guy with the long hair wearing the zombie cast shirt, the hippie. He's so, the guy wearing uh, wearing an iPhone on his face. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, the one. I have an iPhone on my face. <laughs> that's for sure. But. We want to thank the Mr. Harley Neville and I Survived the Zombie Holocaust for coming on ZombieCast tonight. They will be back next week. We want to thank Tiger Claw for uh, the feed while it lasted. And the Mighty All Games Radio Network. But on behalf of Mr. Norma Latte, Mr. Tedekin, Mr. Madam McFly, myself, Freeman Daddy 5, we can call it episode 180. The ZombieCast. A total rap. Good night, zombies. Good night, everybody. You got to tell him good night, Ted. Good, oh, sorry. I was I was looking at a video of Han Solo. Uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> I got.